0: Hi friends, this is part two of the episode that we started last week where we talked about how to make genuine connections. And last week I talked about it from the perspective of someone who is a follower of somebody or a fan of somebody. This week we're gonna talk about it from the perspective of someone who is a leader or more of a public figure. And so I'm really excited to share some stuff that I learned when I was in Charleston and also share some of the things that I've learned while working with ClickFunnels and John Maxwell and some other... Really cool experiences that I've had because they really all play together. And I think if you are someone who has any kind of platform, then it is helpful for you to know this information. I know it's been helpful for me to learn it. And so um, I want to share it with you. So when I was in Charleston, I had the chance to sit down with Chyler Posey during a meet and greet. So it's like a big group. Well, not really a big group. It's like maybe 10, 15 people in a room, and you go and you can ask questions and do all that. And I wanted to specifically ask him about his mental wellness and how he's managing the interactions with all of the fans because he's been open in his interviews about this and um, and talking about his journey and anybody who speaks about panic attacks or anything like that and has a much bigger platform, like a significantly bigger platform than I do, I want to talk to them because it's like learning from people who have found ways around it or have found ways to manage it at a high level and to me that's like those ways work right if you're able to manage all of these interactions and do all of the things and you have you know panic attacks or and you've dealt with this in the past like I want to learn what worked for you because this is a higher stakes game for somebody who is touring and doing all of these different you know having all these different obligations and so I want to talk to anybody like that And so I asked him, you know, basically how he managed his energy and how he was dealing with all of this because I was noticing, I'm like putting myself in their shoes from the start of this convention where they are doing photo shoots, then autographs, then panels, then back to photo shoots, then back to autographs, then meet and greets. And then Tyler was playing a concert also that night. And then doing it all the next day. That's a lot. And people, like I mentioned, this is a smaller venue. So it wasn't really like they weren't 100% being um, like hidden away until the panel. Like they're sometimes being just walked through the center of the of the area. And so, you know, it's you're out more. You're out in the open more. And so I wanted to know, like, how do you manage your energy? He gave me such a helpful answer that was such incredible validation so he talked a lot about having service, like a service mindset and in, in having one-on-one connections or as, as personal connections as he could with people because that kind of stepped him outside of himself. And the second that he said that, I remembered, if you guys remember listening to an episode maybe a month ago, I talked about my sister-in-law's wedding where typically I would have had a lot of anxiety, you know, with a travel and, you know, being in charge of her hair and her makeup and all these different things. But for some reason, I didn't have any and I related back to, I think it's because I was so busy and focused on everything else but me. The second that he started saying that, I was like, oh my gosh, of course, that makes total sense. And it was such cool validation that some theory that I had on a really small, well, not really small, but a smaller scale um, was proving to be true for somebody who was operating at this level with all these, um, you know, responsibilities on him. And so that was such cool validation. That was such a cool moment for me to be like, okay, that is like, I am onto something there. And that's so cool that he shared that with me. And so I was so thankful for that. And I think that's something for us as no matter what size platform you have, if you are having these interactions at Funnel Hacking Live or any of these big conventions that we go to as marketers or anything, if you are experiencing like, oh my gosh, there's so many people. I want to talk to all these people. These people all want to talk to me. I want to do this. I want to do that or even if you don't have a lot of people trying to talk to you, but you're wanting to maximize your experience there, you're wanting to go connect with a bunch of people, whatever it is, if you can flip it and put it yourself in the service role, like how can I help these people? How can I have great connections with them? How can I make their experience better? It really does pull you out of the anxiety. It pulls you out of being in your head and out of being in a place where you are kind of, you know how anxiety kind of locks you up? it can pull you out of that if you're focused on the other person. And so it was such cool validation that he shared that. And it was such a cool um, thing for my brain to go back and like pull that one memory of being at Jen's wedding. And so I hope that's helpful for you as you are um, doing all these things. Because I know at the time of this recording, I think FHL is like two weeks away at this point. And so hopefully I will see you guys there. And I know that's a really crazy event. There's like 4,500 people that come. So um, try it out. Number two is Fuck Yeah Moments, and I, you guys, we had the coolest experience at the concert, so um, there was, Tyler's music is very punk rock, but there, he did a couple covers, which, side note, was so funny, because he didn't think that everybody was going to know his music, and we're like, are you kidding me? We love your music, but he prepared, like, some covers, because he wasn't sure that everybody would know his music, so um, he did this cover of a Justin Bieber song, And he was sitting on stage, just him with his um, guitar and his band had taken a break for a second. And so he starts playing and um, there was this, the chorus came around and he started to sing the chorus and everyone sang back to him and it sounded so cool. It was like very harmonious and he, it was so cool. Like he like took a step back from the mic and was like, fuck yeah. Like it was just such a good moment. It was such, like you could see on his face that he was so he thought it was a cool experience. Like he was happy to be there in that moment. So for us as leaders and for us as public figures, like, are we doing the thing that makes us say that? Are we doing the thing that when it works, it's awesome, it's electric in our veins because that is tangible to the people who are we, we are communicating with. If we are marketing, like think about Russell Brunson, right? He's a completely different personality type. He's definitely not going to say that, right? But think about when you listen to Russell Brunson talk about marketing. He is infectious. He gets so excited. It's like a kid in a candy store, right? That kind of energy, however it looks for your personality, with whatever spectrum you're on between those two things, if you are not that pumped about your thing, then all of this is going to be draining to you. Every time that you connect with somebody about your product or your service or whatever it is you're doing is going to be draining to you if you aren't having those fuck yeah moments, whatever that looks like for you, because you're going to be tired. You're going to be on the verge of burnout. You're not going to want to have those interactions because they're not going to let you up. So whatever it is that you're doing, make sure that you are in that place because your people can feel it. Your people can tell and it will feed one way or the other. And so that was such a, it, it just like hit me when he did that. And I have it on video and it's like a goosebump moment. Like you can literally see it on his face. He was just so happy to be there. And for people who are following him, like that feels awesome for us too. So it's just such a good thing for us to keep in mind as leaders and as public figures, whatever spec, like wherever you are on that ladder, just having that awareness that like we have to be first and foremost excited. And if we're excited, then all the interactions that we're having, if it's one or if it's a 1,000 or if it's 10,000, is going to be so much more fulfilling to us because we have that within us. Number three is to make it special within a container. This is where so many people, I think, get burned out because I know for me, I, I want to respond to every single thing. And right now, that's feasible for me. I don't have a big platform. I think my Instagram is like, I don't get a lot of messages, I don't get a lot of emails, it's feasible for me right now to respond to pretty much everything. I have seen people who have grown from where I'm at to like maybe they've doubled or they've tripled and it suddenly, depending on like what kinds of things you're posting, your engagement can go up really quickly and that pressure to respond to everything can be overwhelming and especially if you're talking about something that's deeper where you're like, okay, people are telling me something that's very personal or they're telling me something that's very you know that you want to respond to but it's just physically like you don't have enough time in the day or if you're an entrepreneur it's like is that my the best use of my time so what I have seen work really well watching Russell Brunson at Funnel Hacking Live I also had the great opportunity to work with John Maxwell at um, IMC in Orlando I guess it was three years ago Um, and so no not three years ago it was like six years ago and he, I um, so I got the chance to work with him while um, someone was on maternity leave, and so I was in Orlando, their biggest conference of the year, and um, it was really really cool opportunity to see how some how a big event like that worked, and so for us as as leaders or public figures to have a container in which we can make and maximize everything that we can. And then kind of unplug for a second. So if we can have those special moments and if we can have those interactions and if we can do all of that within a container, it kind of gives us permission to go all out because we know that there's an end date. When I think about myself as an, entre- as, not an, as an entrepreneur, as an introvert, when I think about myself as an introvert, when it comes to something like FHL, where we are out, you know, we're out sometimes until three and four in the morning. And that is so against my nature. That is so against what I do on a day-to-day basis. I literally do it once a year. But because I know there's an end date, because I know that, okay, we're gonna do this. I'm gonna see these people from Tuesday to Saturday and I probably won't see them again for another year. I know that I can, I can handle that. I wanna do the thing where I stay out late and we talk all night and we do all the things because there's an end date. So if you have that as a as someone who is responding to things, if you're like, okay, I'm going to do for an hour, I'm going to go all out in my DMs and respond to everything I can. Or while I'm at this event, I'm going to do my best to remember everybody's name who comes up to me and introduces themselves. Or while I'm at this event, I'm going to do this. So if you can give yourself some parameters to where you're like, okay, I want to do this thing, but what is the like what does the container look like for me, so that that way you kind of give yourself permission to go all out, and you give yourself permission to do all the things because you're not gonna burn yourself out. You're not saying I'm gonna answer every single DM all out. I'm gonna remember every single person's name all the time. Like those things are not even close to feasible, but if you can do a couple of those things within a container, it's so helpful, and it makes such a difference. It was so, like it was so kind and nice when I. I was when I've experienced this from like a second hand from FHL or IMC but also when I was in Charleston I did the meet and greet with Tyler and then later at night when we did the concert we were the VIP pass whatever and so we went to go take another selfie with him and he seemed to recognize me and that was really sweet like that to just have that one interaction was awesome for me and for him he he knows like okay this is I'm at Charleston for day one and day two and so for those two days he can go all out he can remember people's names he can do all the things there's no expectation that he's going to do that you know for the next week or the next month if you run into him at the mall two years later there's no expectation that that's going to be he's going to remember that but it's it's cool for the person in the moment And he has some level of like, okay, for the next two days, I'm going to go all out and remember these things and do these things. And then he can go home, right? And so if we can have some kind of container for ourselves to say like for, you know, this hour a day, I'm going to email back everybody I can or respond to everybody or whatever. Or if somebody responds to me about this one topic, I'm going to go all out. That can be really helpful for us and for our audience. And also, I always say this when I was in email marketing, especially responses are some of our best data points as marketers and as business owners for us to read what is coming through and for us to understand what our audience is asking for and and looking for that can be so beneficial for us if you look at like taylor swift she's a perfect example of this she has such a good beat on what her audience wants and what her audience does and what they ask her for like she is so good about doing that And so if you can be intentional about it in a way that doesn't burn you out, it can be so helpful for you and for your audience. Okay, number four, small things make a difference. This kind of goes into what we were just talking about with number three, but remembering someone's name and remembering, you know, any little detail that you can, like those things go a really long way for them. And also if you read like, you know, the thousand true fans theory and all of that, like if you want to create something that is so life-changing and beneficial and helpful for people in your world, the more that you get to know them, even if it's a sampling of them, the more your product is going to do well. Like I was just talking about with Taylor Swift. Those things are so helpful for us as business owners. They're so helpful for us as marketers. And as actors, as anybody who is creating anything, it's so helpful for us to be able to engage our brain and say like how can I jump into this this data point or how can I jump into this pool of people who are telling me something, right? They're telling me something about their lives and the way that they are interacting with something. And that's only ever good for us as long as we have parameters around it. So those small things really make a difference. The other thing about small things is for us, when you have been in an industry for a long time, even for me, I don't feel that I've been in the, the marketing world for a long time, but realistically it actually has been like seven years. And so that can be a long time, I guess. And so When I think about something that for me is I learned uh, several years ago maybe or I've used a lot, when I think about it, it doesn't seem like a big deal for me. So when I talk about it, I'm just kind of brushing it off. But to someone who is starting out or someone who is just branching into a certain spot of marketing, your small quote-unquote small piece of information can actually be really helpful for somebody. So don't discredit what you have and what you have to share with your audience no matter how big or small it is. Because those small things really can make a big difference for somebody. And just because they're small to you doesn't mean they're small to somebody else. I told this story a couple podcasts ago where um, how I got inspired to go back into acting. And this one interview that I heard, this one thing that was said, that was a small thing for that person to say that. But it was the right time and place for me to hear it. And so it inspired me. And that might have been small for them, but it was big for me. And so I think that's helpful for us to remember because often as... People who are creating content, we want to always push the envelope. We always want to put out more and that's great. That's our drive. That's what does it for us. But also the stuff that we learned three years ago is still relevant because there are people in our audience who are just coming in or there are people who we haven't met yet who that's going to be relevant for. So just because we're creating new stuff and just because we're always doing new stuff doesn't mean we have to let go of the quote-unquote small stuff that we learned to get us to where we are today. I hope this was helpful for you guys. I could not wait to share all of this with you. It was just it was such a fun experience for me and it solidified so much for me and it validated so much for me. It was like a literal and figurative hand up for me to to go to this event and hear from people who are doing what I want to do and have experienced the mental stuff that I have experienced and it was just so validating and so cool and Um, It really just kind of like lit something up inside of me. Both my mom and Tim were like, I've never seen you this excited before, which I think is so funny because um, I think they're right. And I was trying, you know, I wasn't trying to be like really dramatic about the whole thing, but it was, it was just the, it was a perfect storm of really, really cool things for me. And I just am so incredibly thankful to everybody who is a part of it. And um, a lot of them did what I just shared in this podcast to make it, to help it be that for me. And if I can help you do that for your audience, I hope that that's, you know, like that ripple effect is amazing. And so, yeah, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being here and listening to this and I will talk to you next week.